you're about ready to enter the unfiltered sizes of Everybody, welcome to episode four. I hope you've enjoyed episode one, two, and three. So, wait a second. Is that? Yeah. So, this would be episode yeah. four. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're hey, listening to this one before the other ones, you better go do your homework. <laughs> or whatever. It's fine. You can just keep listening. That's fine. <laughs> We don't try to tell you what to do. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you to stop listening right now. <laughs> Listen, just, I'm not going to yeah. tell you how to do your job. Don't tell me how to do mine. Pull the kids up. The kids are going to love it. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Jen, how you doing, babe? I'm doing well, actually. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am living the dream, sister. <laughs> Yes, that's good. Are you? That's no, great. No, no, my life's in shambles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what, are you, what are you gonna do? Well, I mean, I guess not too much. <laughs> <laughs> you can just try to laugh about it. That's all I can do. That's all you can do as a listener is just laugh about your life. Hey, did you uh did you get any feedback for us? Little bit. Uh one uh one guy, um, Danny, says, Hmm, interesting. Your barber at a Russian shop got went away and no one knows where he went. Hmm. I think he got his final haircut. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh dude, they who is that from? Danny, you said? Yeah, Danny. I think Danny might be onto something. <laughs> he might be. He might kind be. Kind of interesting. Because I've been trying to, to find my guy, Abner. And sure. I, I can't find him. So if anybody knows uh, a Russian barber named Avner in the so, Phoenix metro area, please let me know. So you've been like trying to find him through Google and stuff and nothing? No, no. Actually, I've just been like looking around and I haven't found them. So it's weird. I haven't put a lot of effort into it. Sorry. You mean like as you're driving, you just kind of look to see if you see them anywhere? Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen them. It's weird. Oh, okay. I yeah. gotcha. Okay. So not <laughs> extremely worried. <laughs> well, it's got, a, I got another week or two before I need to see the barber again. So true. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting though. That is food for thought. <laughs> it's priorities. <laughs> no, no, not about your haircut. About your oh. brother. Yeah. <laughs> about Perhaps. my brother. What? Who's talking say, about your brother? I just thought you said my brother. That's weird. <laughs> no, no. About uh, your. About him. Maybe uh, <laughs> what's going on there? Maybe someone made him, you know, disappear. <laughs> Sleep with the fishes, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of my my brother, you uh you told a story about my youngest brother. I've got a little short story from last night. I did, yes. <laughs> so last oh, night Oh, did you did you see yeah? <laughs> I did see him. So uh went to a friend's house. Um, okay. we wore masks. Uh, okay. To play, 
to play poker because uh, fun, my fun. friend loves poker. So we we had about 10 guys there and we're all playing poker and that's what he wanted to do for his birthday. And at the middle of the game, my youngest brother stands up and starts naming every person. He's like, Curtis, Chris, Tim, <laughs> Andrew. And he's pointing to everybody because it's a large oval table. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Terry, John, Lou, Rick. What? Why? And, and then everybody just kind of stops and looks at him. And I'm like, well, thank you, Rain Man. That that was really nice of you to do that. <laughs> Rain. So, so he, he's like, well, I just want to make sure I had everybody's name. I'm like, but the way oh. you did it, the way you delivered it, you sounded like Rain Man. And then everybody was like, uh, Wapner's on at 4.30. Yeah. I got to get my underwear at Walmart. Yeah. So, <laughs> he was dubbed Rain Man the rest of the night. That's funny. Well, and so, did he get everyone's names right? He did. It was amazing. Wow. And then they're like, can you do it backwards, Rain Man? And uh, what is that? <laughs> like, can you go back around the table the other way? Oh, yeah. smart, 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 smart. And <laughs> he, he was done with us at that point in time. He's like, screw oh, you guys. Sure. He's like, this game's not that fun. Why am I here? <laughs> Who won? Did anybody win or was it just kind of? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a tournament. And um, the birthday boy did not win, but uh, some of these guys are freaking, all they do is play. It's like, gosh, this isn't any fun playing with a bunch of damn ringers. Yeah, right? I know. It was what do they get together like too. every single week? Uh, some of them play almost every single day. Dang. Yeah, I wouldn't play with those guys. Yeah. A $50 uh, buy-in. That's playing right. with some the, in the big leagues. And then, and then you had to, if someone took you out to add insult to injury, you had to give them $5. It was a headhunter. What? Yeah, it's like, hi, I've just lost $50 and I'd like to give you another five. I feel like you guys got played by these guys. <laughs> no, I mean, because there was only one winner. So it was. Well, true. Well, but was one of the winners, one of those dudes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they probably split the money. They probably bring in new guys. They pr- <laughs> act like it's this whole innocent. <laughs> then they win and then they split the money at the end. I see. So mm-hmm. they basically split $50. So that was good. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> wow, that was a lot of work for 50 bucks that you split between eight guys. A good hey, job, I didn't fellas. say they were bright guys. They're just good at <laughs> poker. <laughs> so... Uh, the ski was there yeah he was and uh or rain man as we know him today this morning (laughs) so we were talking about last week's episode and uh he hasn't heard it yet and he's gonna listen today he told me but he he was i said hey jen mentioned a story about you and he goes was it about a shirt and i said (laughs) yes it was uh, nah. <laughs> I, like, I really like that shirt. That was a cool shirt. <laughs> That's hysterical that he knew what the story was about. Oh, yeah. I, I, immediately. I, immediately. That's knew. hilarious. I expected him to be like, what? A story with Jen? <laughs> <laughs> Do I know Jen? <laughs> that is so funny. That's awesome. Well, I definitely want to hear when he actually listens 
I guess he probably won't have anything else to say that's that important. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a shirt, Jen. It yeah, was, it's not that I know, a, I know it was a favorite shirt of yours. It's not like but... an epic story. Yeah, he right, won't have yeah. too much else to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, um, speaking of those stories from that last episode, I, I, when I was listening back, I was thinking about, and I wanted to ask you, do you remember... You may or may not remember her because she was kind of more my friend. But in order to hang out with me, sometimes she had to tolerate you, which she did not like. There was that girl. (laughs) (laughs) There was that girl, Jen. She had dark hair and she was in the second level with us. And she was very much like a like really prissy, like typical theater. Her name was Jen, too preppy girl yeah i don't want to say her full name but obviously but um her name was jen too and she we i think the reason we knew her and we had to start hanging out with her was we were in a scene with her um it was three of us and she (laughs) she was yeah she did not she was not a fan of you I remember like we would be talking and, you know, she would just kind of want to hang out with me and talk to me and she'd be bubbly and smiley when we were chatting. And as soon as you would butt in (laughs) with any of your nonsense, she just had this look like you had farted or something. (laughs) You did it, but she just, she was just not having it with you. I remember we even had to go to her house one time to practice and I do not remember any of this. I know that you don't. And it's so crazy. I wish I wish I could show you a picture of her. And I wish I could remember the scene we had to do with her. Because that would probably help. I feel like you remember those better. But I feel like this was so traumatic to be around this person that I've really <laughs> Well, and I did hang out with her more than we did with you. Because she and I did kind of become friends and hang out a little bit. And then there were the times that we hung out, you know, with the three of us because we had to. But I do remember (laughs) one time and I can't remember if this was when I was at her house alone or if when we were both at her house. But I remember we were both in her room at one point and she had this giant like Audrey Hepburn poster. You know, she was just like that typical. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Um, But and she was this was the funny thing that I remember about her. This it's kind of sad but it's kind of funny. She had this crush on this friend of hers from her, like her high school or whatever. And it was her buddy and she had a huge crush on him and she would always talk to me about him. And it was like, okay, well, I mean, do you tell him your feelings and blah, blah, blah. But then I remember one time she admitted to me in her room, she said something about how, well, and I mean, he says that he's gay and he likes guys. He likes this one guy. And I was like, wait a minute, you have a crush on a gay guy? <laughs> like, you realize you're never going to date him, right? Right. Um, I didn't say this one. because, I mean, I was younger, but it was just like, oh, wait a minute. What? Well, this is this crush is not a straight man. <laughs> um, but Chris, I shit you not. She was like, well, I mean, I just assume maybe one day, like, he might get over it and then (laughs) might see that we would write and then come and, like, see that they should get married or something. I know. Sweetheart. Him being gay was a colter. She thought maybe that was just a phase. Yeah. And he was going to get over it and then 
he oh, would see that cold. that was gotcha. the wife that he was supposed to be with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Poor he just thing. has the gay cold. It's the gay cold. Yeah. Oh, I know. I was that. just I'll like, honey. It just, I just remember how shocked I was because I would hear about this guy all the time and just like, oh man, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know it's your, her friend. And then when she said something about, well, and he likes this other guy that we know. And I was like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. What? <laughs> Hold up. I didn't get all this information up front. <laughs> Stop the clock on that one. What's going on? She just, she was so like, yeah, I just felt so bad for her. She was so like innocently clueless, um, but just so sweet. But then also just like very prissy because she just she was not having it with you. <laughs> I I kind of feel bad for her now. Yeah, I do, too. I, I often wonder what happened when we were talking about those stories and remembering that past. And she popped into my head. I kind of thought, oh, I wonder what's happened to her. Do you have a picture of her? Because I do not remember this person at all. I might somewhere. I do have this album of a bunch of people I knew when I was younger. So it's possible I have one in there. I'll look somewhere on VHS tape. I have got a lot of our scenes that we did together. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, because I recorded a lot of it so I could look back at it and see what was good. Yeah, I don't know where it's at, though. And it's on VHS. Who the hell has a VCR anymore? True, 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 true. Um, That's bananas. I don't even remember you doing that back then, but I believe it. That's crazy. I would set up a little camcorder and and record it. Man, I bet you recorded that one that we did. It was you, me, and that girl, Pam. And she was really funny, too. That would have been great. That'd be great to see. I do not remember that person either. I don't remember the scene that we did. I only remember her because she was from my high school and I had never known her until then. And it was like, oh, you're super cool. You know, (laughs) it's like, uh, I always saw you around school. We never knew each other. (laughs) In fact, I mean, I'm friends with her on Facebook. It's possible she knows about this and we'll hear it. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? That's incredible. Yeah. But it's it is amazing because I feel like your memory is better than mine. But I guess not for that just that random little slice. Well, yeah, I mean that was obviously uh, those people were important to you, and clearly they were not to me. So that's why I did not remember. Well, that is true. They were actually we were more friends. Where you just did a scene with them, where I actually had a friendship. And that if if the other girl and her name was Jen as well, right? Right. So if if she just came off like treating me like I was beneath her, then yeah, I would. You I wouldn't remember. I yeah. Would not, it's like you're not worth my time. You my yeah, you definitely did not allow her to affect you, which was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was extra fun for me to be observing all of it. <laughs> And it was like, hey, girl, you can make that face all you want. Like, I want him here. I mean, obviously, you were part of the scene, but you were my friend, too. So it was like, I mean. (laughs) Oh, I've got to try to find that VHS tape, find a VCR. Yeah, because if you recorded the one with her, too, that'd be great. Anyways, I guess the other fun thing when I listen back, I have to say that I find so funny and so adorable and endearing about you <laughs> which i don't find many things um Aww. when i'm kidding i can't nah, I, I, can. I can't um, i can't 
what is funny to me with some of your like drunken antics or like sex and nudity in the pool, you have such a clean mouth. I'm such a sailor and I control myself, but I will drop an F-bomb here and there because I just can't <laughs> help it. You're so adorable. You always say, what the F? <laughs> it's so cute. I'm like this fool with his what the Fs. And then he's like boning in the pool. Like that makes no sense. And then what? me, I'm like, you know, just prude over here doing my gardening. And I'm like, fuck this, fuck that cunt, you know? <laughs> wow. We had two apps in a seat. That's amazing. And I will say I try hard because I have a sailor mouth. So I try, I try to be a lady. <laughs> you know, what's funny is when I, listen, when I listened to the last episode, I was like, not the same thing. I was like, wow, Jen, Jen's got a potty mouth. Uh, and uh, surprisingly, not that much on uh, all of our episodes. So far. <laughs> I've done really well. But then well, when I hear you, when I hear you with your cute little, what the F? I'm like, oh, isn't he precious? What a little angel. <laughs> Aren't I, though? Aren't I? <laughs> You're not. That's what's so funny. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was cute. It was a lot of fun. I've read statistics or quote-unquote you know articles before where they say that people that swear are the more honest people more trustworthy right. people um which i well, will say for myself that would apply but i don't know that that necessarily applies across the board yeah i and i do have a i do have a mouth like a sailor you do uh, you're just very respectful around other folks if I they're listening <laughs> you do be. it's sweet it is that's why i was pointing it out <laughs> because i'll tell you last night at the poker game there was a minister there as well and he was an ex-minister um but he, like i was conscious of that yeah and and i didn't want to be offensive sure right and that's probably why you are able to walk that line so well i think well part of it is the work that i do you know well that's what i'm saying you're <laughs> able to um sw switch back and forth so well which i mean it's not like i don't i have a job where i'm very professional <laughs> and you know i'm around children i know how to like keep it high and tight but <laughs> you know i like, but i i just i compliment you <laughs> i i feel like you're at work and you're busy doing your thing with your clients a kid drops like a glass of water and you're like what the fuck are you kidding me get out of here that, with that crap that wouldn't happen in my practice <laughs> there would be no children in my practice while a client was there <laughs> i mean i'm serious you don't need to be bringing your children mm -mm. no that's no. what babysitters are for leave them at home mm -hmm. <laughs> your maternal instincts are so high i just like wow I'm always you do not know shit about me when it comes to that okay <laughs> because i take pretty darn good care of the kid that lives my home i know that you do I know <laughs> like that above you do. and beyond but yeah when it comes to other kids they can fuck right off <laughs> <laughs> mostly yeah. because they're just extensions of their disgusting parents so i would like them to go away <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, see. I would love to be a fly on the wall 
when you're in in therapy. I I would love to. Dude, are you kidding me? I'm so healthy. Are you kidding me? I say what I feel. I don't need that. Exactly. (laughs) No, I mean therapy is healthy for everyone. It's you know. (laughs) I did want to tell you one last thing before we do take a break. So you know that we live on um, the property that we have. We have a few acres and Mm -hmm. the front yard is one acre and we've been working on putting a fence up. So this past week, you know, we got all the major posts in and then we were going to do the T posts in between. And we rented this thing that like, I don't know what it's called, but it helps you push the T post down into the ground. And we only had that tool to help with, help us do that for two days. So the first day we got a late start and the second day I was going to have to help him while also doing clients. So, you know, we really had to hustle. So before you do that kind of thing, obviously you have, um, this city come out or whatever, the power come out and tell you, you look at the map and find out where the water lines are. So you don't puncture a water line because <laughs> that would really suck. So we knew where the water lines were. Connor had already measured it out. He knew where they were. We drew them out. So we got started with the T post. We're about, I want to say just about a fourth of the way in. And we're putting the T post in right near my garden too, like all my raised beds and where the squash is growing. We put a T post in and something feels not right. So we go to pull it back out and all of a sudden water starts coming up out of the ground. (laughs) Dude, when I saw that water bubbling up, my diarrhea started bubbling hardcore. (laughs) It was so stressful. We pulled it out and just water is quickly coming up into our yard. Both of us are just our mind, we, when we talked about it later, flashing through the amounts of money that we're going to have to spend, how our front yard is now ruined, <laughs> and our mind is racing as, w- what did we hit? What is this? There's no water line here. <laughs> oh, my God. So, please please tell me you hit a sewer line and everybody's sh- neighborhood shit is coming up. Dude, I will tell you this was all the things racing through our mind. <laughs> we were even wondering if there was like, you know, there used to be like a like there was a catch base in there that had water and then it was dug over. Like we're our minds are racing. So I run to get Google on my phone. Connor runs to just our nearest neighbor where there's the water shut off just to try that. Cause it's like, whose water is this, <laughs> you know? And we're looking at our other neighbor who's got his sprinklers going and they're going. So it's like, oh, <laughs> and then not lost any pressure. Okay. Right. Exactly. So we're running around like literally like, you know, um, he goes to turn off the valve. I grab Google and I'm like, it says you got to turn off the main water. And he's like, that's what I thought I was doing, but it hasn't stopped. So he runs over to our neighbor next door who the sprinkler's going, grabs him. It ended up being that guy's water line. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, so obviously a very stressful situation as it was going on. But once we figured out and, you know, it was great because as I was looking on Google and once I saw Connor grab that neighbor and that guy's worked construction for years and years, and he's done a bunch of work on his property, my stomach kind of started to relax a bit. Cause I was thinking this guy, something tells me he's dealt with this before <laughs> and Google was making it sound like once you found just to where to shut, once you shut off the water and then you dug all that, you know, scooped it all out and you found where the hole was, it's, 
an easy fix. You just get, you know, deal, go down to Ace Hardware, grab this dealio, pop it in. So luckily that's all it was. The neighbor was like, no big deal. He ran, ran down to Ace Hardware. He came back, he fixed it. And he told Connor, this happened twice on my property when I put up the shop. And, you know, Connor was all apologies. Like we, we found out where the lines were. There wasn't one here. He's like, yeah, no, they don't, you know, the government never has all the <laughs> So yeah, that was my little like kind of scary story that ended up being not a scary story. Connor so, was hoping we hit oil. Two questions. Yes. So it was truly water and not the sewer line. Totally. Because we did think that too. That would have been awful. That would have been fantastic. For you. <laughs> it would have been funny for you to hear about it later. I was like, my squash, my garden. <laughs> Y'all smell luckily, that? It smells okay. like shit right there at Jen's house. Dude, I mean, it, that would have been, yeah. It would have been super shitty. It, it would have been super shitty. We would have had a half done fence and then just like all kinds of garbage in our yard. Just a shitty, no fence shit yard. <laughs> just There's a lot of swearing happening on this episode. I apologize. A lot of, lot of turds floating around. <laughs> I wish I could say that that was going to be the last of the shit, but I think after our break, we're going to come back and share some shark stories. I, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Laura B. <clears throat> oh, second question. Yes. Did you diarrhea in your drawers? I did. This, okay, so this is part of the sharding. This is one of my shark stories that ended up, I only had two to tell, and now I have three. So that was my just quick little tiny one that happened the most recently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, let's take a break. I want to go back and hear that. Okay. <laughs> Do you think most people have experienced a shark in their life? I think so. I do too. I kind of feel like, I feel like it's true. Like, I'm not going to tell one about myself, but I'll tell one about other family members for sure. <laughs> so I will tell you that I'm going to be brave and share one about myself. Okay. I um, can't think of any good ones about me. I have two good shark stories. And one, okay. I don't know if we're going to have time for us to tell more than one. We'll see how it goes. So maybe no, you should we got two. Time. Do we? Okay. Because yeah, I have one time. about me. And then I do have one about someone that I'm going to be selling out because I did promise secrecy. <laughs> so I'm going to tell both stories. <laughs> Those are the best. <laughs> yes. Um, well, do you want to start or do you want me to start? You go for it. I will go ahead and tell the one about myself. Okay. So, and I do have to disclaim before I tell, when I asked you about the sharding, if you think most people have, before this happened to me, I will say the ironic thing was I had judged very hard two adults that I knew stories about them shitting their pants. <laughs> And I was appalled. And I'm like, okay. how does one as a grown up shit their pants? Like, I don't understand. And then it was almost like within a month after that, that it happened to me. And I understood <laughs> how these Karma's things can go down. Yep. Karma's so bit. What happened was 
Um, I want to say I was in my mid to late twenties and I was with my ex that I was with for a while. And we used to get these regular produce deliveries every Tuesday or something in this box at our front door. And it would have, you know, whatever we wanted that we could choose. Normally, if you pick the package that just brought you stuff that was in season, which BT dubs, that's the way you're going to want to go. Um, you know, you'd get the things that were actually growing or you could pick the things you wanted and then they would have to try to get them from farms further away. Well, this asshole decided they wanted a pineapple <laughs> when it was not, you know, pineapple season in Washington. <laughs> Are we talking about Mr. O? No. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Um, that was a very brief. This was an, my actual relationship. Um, okay. Yeah. It. So, yeah, so the, the we got a pineapple and it came from California. And I remember when I cut it up to put it in my smoothie, I remember that I thought that it kind of looked a little bit strange, but I really didn't think too much about it. I just put it in my smoothie. Well, yeah, I got food poisoning from the oh, pineapple. No. Yeah. Food poisoning is awful, <laughs> awful, awful, awful. So I had my whatever couple days of food poisoning at home being just miserable and, you know, whatever, and decided one of the days like I really need to because this I had a business at the time and I thought I really need to go to the bank. It's not that far. It's just a couple blocks away and I really need to deposit some checks. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm fine. You know, you know, if you've ever had food poisoning, you know, your stomach is so like, you just do not want to get too far from the bathroom. Right. I think I was on day two, maybe. (laughs) So I was just like, it's fine. I think I can make it to the bank and back and be completely fine. So I head out wearing sweatpants (laughs) in my car and I do go to the bank and deposit the checks and on the way home you know i feel in my guts like so basically what happened long story short is i gambled on a fart and i lost the bet (laughs) (laughs) serves serves you right serves me right for eating pineapple i no for farting you're right i don't know what i was thinking why i gambled on that fart i had never had food poisoning before so i did not know i thought it was just gonna be a nice clean fart no it was not a nice clean fart i straight shit my pants in the seat of the car in my sweatpants and then the apartment that i lived in let me just paint the rest of the picture for you because i had to get to my apartment you know unit um in the building the parking garage was underneath so you had to go there and then either take the stairs or the elevator to get up to the floors i was on the first floor but i either either had to walk carefully in my sweatpants poop filled sweatpants upstairs (laughs) and down the hall or risk getting into the elevator and having a human be in there and them smelling my poo I can't remember which option I chose. I think I got the elevator by myself and I did make it to my apartment. But man, that was not a fun day. (laughs) I threw everything away. I cleaned myself off. And then wouldn't you know that later on that evening when I was just laying on my bed, I almost went to gamble on a fart again and almost (laughs) had that situation. Okay, that was too much information. Everyone has learned a lot about me. So there you go. 
that was my personal shard story. Mm, <laughs> I think you should go and then we'll come no, back. No, I want to hear where you sell somebody out. I think I need to save that for a second. Okay. Yes, please tell yours. So I can think of three short ones, just short ones. Mm-hmm. One was about a, uh, I'm not sure how long ago. It's been a while. A friend of mine was out walking his dog. And as he's walking the dog, he notices, uh-oh, bubble guts. Bubble oh, guts. No. Oh, no. <laughs> he has to stop. He has to stop immediately. And he's wearing, like, uh really baggy cargo shorts right oh no <laughs> lots of pockets though to hide your poo <laughs> real baggy cargo shorts no draws walking no. his dog okay no. so no. you have to, to have the underwear as a catch basin <laughs> he stops like mid mid walk he's like oh god oh no oh no oh no he tells me 30 yards ahead of him, walking towards him, is one of the most beautiful women he's ever seen in his life. <laughs> Who happens to be of his course. next door neighbor. No, 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 no. So he's like, I've got to make a judgment here. If I stand here with my legs crossed, I'm going to look like an idiot. What are you doing? I just told Mac a poop. The other one decision is. All right, it's 30 yards away. That's 90 feet. Do I drop it here and walk away like it's not mine? That's the decision <laughs> he made. He dropped it. It came out, hit the ground, and then he just booked it. No. And yeah. Stops. It was a clean her. drop? It was a clean drop. It, yeah, it was just a clean bloop. <laughs> Sticking straight up. Tapered at the end. <laughs> no yeah so he's like a walk back in i don't even think she was ever knows it was me oh like, okay wow. okay because i was kind of curious so he was close enough to his house he could get back in yeah but okay he passed her stopped talked for a second and then <gasps> and then went on about his way and she had to have seen ah. a tapered turd on the sidewalk well, and I want to know about the color of the cargo pants because wouldn't there have been a little bit of like? It was beige. They were beige. They, okay, because that's what I'm picturing. And wouldn't yeah. there be a little bit of some remnants? I don't know. I think region? he was wearing he was wearing like beige cargo pants, probably a Bears T-shirt and Crocs. Dubbers. <laughs> Dubbers. Oh, so, I think I might know who this is. <laughs> no, you have no idea who it is. Oh, okay, okay, because yeah. he did describe someone else we know. Uh, no, <laughs> just kidding. They would never be wearing a bear's t-shirt. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the next, uh, little tiny story is I'm going to rat him out right now. It's actually one of my nephews, <laughs> one of my nephews that does listen to the show. I won't say him by name, but he was like eight. He and his mom were out for a walk. He gets on his bike. He's like, hey, mom, I'm going to get on my back. So he gets on his bike. And all of a sudden, he, like, stops, like, again, in front of him. And they're like, what's going on? Are you okay? And he's like, uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Literally <laughs> craps himself. And 
starts riding his bike again. He's like eight years old. And what? he thought it was a fart. Let it go. And yeah, I've it been was there, not, not said it was not a fart. <laughs> his dad is like, and I'll tell you why he said this in a moment. He's like, what is it with this family? They keep shitting themselves. Everyone in this family shits themselves. It's amazing. See, what, is that? what is that about? Well, uh, it goes back. The first person to do it was my stepdad. Oh, this was think back. Oh, mid nineties. And they took us on a family vacation. I was so appreciative looking back now. So appreciative of this family vacation to Cancun, Mexico. He and my mother were in a mall shopping and he's wearing white shorts, a white shirt. And he's like, we got to go back to the hotel. We got to go back <laughs> to the hotel. I, I, Trouble's brewing. And my mom's like, no, I'm not done shopping. Uh-oh. And yeah. So poor guy. <laughs> thinks it's a fart. Tries to trust it to get it, no. you know, help his no. bubble guts. No. <laughs> his whole ass. <laughs> And his white shorts are now brown. <laughs> oh, no. That was and, what I was expecting from Beige Pants Guy. And he's like, we need to go back to the hotel. Oh, man. That's so embarrassing. And she's like, seriously, can't you just like, here, here's a sweater. Tie this around your waist. Are you these being are, serious? These are some great deals. I don't want to miss out on this. Stop it. Like, Stop like it. She, like she didn't have enough fancy sombreros or ponchos. Oh, my or... gosh. You're, he was in an emergency poop hand <laughs> <hand> situation. <laughs> oh, God. That's really funny. I like that one. Yeah. yeah so now I do see the thing about why... Also, an eight-year-old, I feel like you pooped your pants and you got right back on your bike. Isn't that, doesn't that feel gross? You're old enough to be like that. does not feel okay. Well, uh, apparently it did. He's like, no, oh, this is fine. You know, I'll just ride okay. with this with this shitty pants and, and underpants. And okay. uh, that's fine. It's middle Good. of summer, so I'm sure that'll go sure. quickly. Yeah. A little, little mud butt. <laughs> 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 oh this episode i tell you it's gonna be yeah. shock yeah. it's gross it's fun though okay it's great that you told one about your nephew because i actually have one about my niece okay and is this the one that you weren't gonna tell it's the one where i'm selling somebody out and she doesn't listen she's only eight years old but you'll okay. get why i'm selling her out let me tell you the story All um right. she's eight years old now but when this story happened she was five um, so this is at our old place and Connor worked a lot of nights or late night jobs. So sometimes when we had the kiddo, it was just me and the kiddo and she'd have cousins spend the night and it was just us. Right. So, um, I think our kid at the time was seven. Yes. Cause the other one would have been five. So that would be about right. And I had them and we had homemade pizza for dinner. And then I told them that we were going to make cookies later but what i wanted to do first was get the laundry folded and put away and then we would make cookies after so i had them go back after we ate pizza and they were working on this giant like floor puzzle that were big giant pieces for kids and blah 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 this hello kitty thing so they're working on the puzzle 
I'm in the other room in our bedroom folding laundry. And I hear this weird sound, this weird loud sound that actually sounded like someone was smacking like an open palm hand on the hardwood <laughs> floor. And it was like, what, what? what is that sound? And I look out and I look at the girls and they're looking at me with wide eyes too. Like, what is that noise? And then we all realized at the same time that it was the little one, the five-year-old farted. Um, and so we all started laughing so hard and I said I'm just going to call her V I said V did you just poop your pants and I said it as a joke because we were laughing like we we're all giggling and then I was like did you just poop your pants now I didn't notice at the time the look on her face as clearly as I did in retrospect so we all are giggling I ask her that, blah, blah, blah. And I go back to folding laundry and just another moment goes by and across the hall from our bedroom was the one bathroom for the home. And I see her. And what was funny about this was the whole day when she was there, we were trying to teach her about, you know, cause we had been working on it with our kid that when you go to the bathroom, you close the door, it's privacy. Mm. So, you know, our kid was really working on that with her while she was over that day. You close the door. It's privacy. So she runs past me and I hear her go, I have to go to the bathroom. And she shuts the door really quick. This is V. This is V, the little five-year-old. Okay. And I'm like, okay. You know, I was thinking that was abrupt, but okay. She's learning the rule from today that you close the door. It's privacy. (laughs) So some time is passing and she's in there and I'm like, okay, she's obviously had to poop. And like our kid comes up to the door and she starts kind of milling around the closed door and like talking to her. And I go, Hey, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I have to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, well, you know, your cousin's using the bathroom. So you need to be patient. So she keeps bothering her cousin and she goes to open the door for a second and she goes, woo wee, it stinks in there. (laughs) Well, her cousin comes to the door. She's at the door while our kid's trying to push open the door and she just looks at me and she starts crying and she goes, I pooped my pants. She thought it was a fart. She (laughs) made a judgment call. It was the wrong one. And then what she tried to do was go into the bathroom and clean up the mess herself, which on one hand was very sweet. But let me tell you the murder scene that was in my bathroom. um, (laughs) It was insane. But so So first, you know, I'm calming her down. Our kid is so funny. She's like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) And it's like, dude. First of all, chill out. You're not helping. <laughs> and so I tell her to go grab me this or that. I'm calming the five-year-old down. I pop her in the shower. I clean her off. I'm letting her know it's, it's okay. Sometimes this happens and it's okay. The next, you know, next time maybe, I, I don't know. You know, it's like, whatever. I don't even think I said a next time. It was just like, it's not a big deal. We're going to clean you off. It's totally fine. You know, comfort her. her. Just hose her down. Just hose her down. Tossed her clothes over Good. the fence. <laughs> oh, never you know. We'll get that. No problem. Got her in her clean stuff and some jammies comfort her and then i'm like okay you you go finish the puzzle i'm gonna finish up the lawn you know i'm gonna clean the bathroom finish up the laundry and then we'll make cookies (laughs) so oh dude my bathroom i was gagging the whole time cleaning my bathroom there was shit everywhere she tried to do things on her own which is sweet but she got shit everywhere so not only did i And I will tell you, as I'm cleaning all of this and dealing with this situation, going through my mind was, 
I am a woman in her 30s who is not married and does not have children. And this is how I'm spending my friggin' Saturday night. Are you kidding me? And so there's more to the story, though. This is why I'm selling her out. Well, first of all, those little fools, I come out from there for a while and I come out and they look at me and go, when are we making cookies? And I'm like, really? <laughs> well, if some people would have shit their pants. <laughs> No, I didn't say that. No, I'm saying that to you is a funny thing. I was just kind of like, seriously, kids. And I go, well, yeah, I had to clean up the bathroom first. I'm going to finish folding laundry. We will make cookies. But in my mind, I was like, well, if y'all were making more chores for me, we would have been making cookies by now. (laughs) Well, so this is what happened. So I come out from doing that. I go to fold laundry. And on my phone, I have a text from her mom. And she says, oh, can you have her call me? I want to talk to her. So I go in the living room and I say, Hey V, your mom wants to talk to you. The look of horror on this poor kid's face because, and I realized in that moment, the way she was looking at me, I said, I didn't tell her what happened. She just happened to message me and she wants to tell you something. And she said to me in such seriousness, I will never forget her face because that's how I realized that she was like, you told my mom, like she thought she was in trouble. And I said, I did not tell your mom. She just wants to talk to you. And she said, I don't want my mom to know. And it was right. I was like, Oh honey. And I go, okay. And I gave her in that moment, a little auntie pinky promise that that would be our secret. The three of us. Um, And everyone that's listening. Now I'm telling. Well, it was funny because my husband was like, you should tell that story at her wedding. (laughs) Um, But first, first, my husband was like, well, do you think that's a good idea to keep that from her mom? Because what if there's an issue? And I was like, listen, yes, because she she made him. Well, no, she wasn't a five year old who was having issues making, you know, she wasn't going to the bathroom in her pants. That wasn't normal. She knew how to use the bathroom. I knew that she just had she had a fart mistake. She made a bad call. So I told him, I said, no, because I know that this is legit. And she had a little mistake and I will keep this little secret for her. But I said, if there were issues that we saw more, you know, again, that she was going to the bathroom in her pants, then yeah, we would want to tell her mom like, hey, you know what we're noticing when she's at her house, you know, but this was a totally innocent situation. Poor little Bubba. So I was like, you good girl. I got your back. (laughs) It's either that or. It's a kid that just likes making you clean up her crap. (laughs) Nah, nah. She is a sweetheart. She's a good kid. It was a disgusting situation, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, totally. To me, it's way funnier for adults when adults do it. Yes. Kids, it's like, sure. If you, the listener, have a funny shark story and you want to share it with us, please share it with us. We'll uh, probably not the next episode, but Later on down the road, we'll share. Yes. If you don't mind it being shared. If you want us to keep your name silent, we will. (laughs) Or if uh, you are like, we just want to share this with you because it's fun, but don't share it. That's great. I want to hear them no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So here's what we've learned today. Uh, Never trust Jen with a pinky promise swear ever. Uh, Everyone. Oh, okay. So it's okay to share those if you know the person will never ever find out. That's okay. Well, That's you know, 
I have to say you're worse because you shared the one about your nephew and he listens. So Yeah, totally. But <laughs> he, he knows there's nothing sacred around me. So uh, And he would do the same fine. thing. She's fine. It's fine. I told one about me, so it evens the field. That's that's totally true. Mm-hmm. Jen, let's, let's take a break and get to news. Let's please. Yes, let's do it. All right. Want to know more about our show? Then like us on Facebook. Unfiltered Circus with Chris and Jen. Double tap our Instagram at Unfiltered Circus. And follow us on Twitter at Unfiltered Cirque 1. Check out our website, www.unfilteredcircus.com. Jim, before we get to news, I got two questions for you. Okay. Number one, do you ever go to Costco? Yes, once in a while. I went to Costco today, and I try not to. I really do. Yeah, how is that? Oh, I have never been during the – since everything. Well, you still, I mean, you wear your mask, and, you know, they do a good job. Everyone's trying to social distance and whatnot, but it's still freaking Costco, so there's a million people mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, I go through there. I go in there for two things. Just two things. I was like, I need to get propane and propane accessories. Just kidding. <laughs> just, just propane. And um, actually vodka and then like paper plates because. Yeah. Okay. That tracks. Mm-hmm. So I'm wheeling around in there and I'm like, oh my gosh. I've never seen that thing before. I never even knew it existed, but I feel like $85 is a good price for that. I need to get that. That needs to be mine now. <laughs> what was it? That's Costco for you. Actually, it was something like, okay, so it's September. It's 110 degrees outside. Today was 112. It, mm. was, it was actually a patio heater. For eighty-five dollars, I was like, "Oh, I need that." That's <laughs> like I've seen, <laughs> but I've been in Costco before, where uh, like I've seen stuff. I don't even remember what it was. Now it was like, "Oh my god, I've, I didn't even know that thing existed." But I, oh, I can tell you what it was. It was like a month ago. It was a dancing pumpkin because for <laughs> Halloween, and I was it was like thirty dollars, and I'm like, "This thing plays music yeah. and it lights up." Yeah. I need Perfect. this. I've got to have Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so $305. Did you get it? Oh, yeah, last time I did. But yeah, $305 <laughs> later today, <gasps> left Costco. I'm like, son of a bitch. Oh, uh, that's Costco for you. Did you get the outdoor heater? I did get the outdoor heater. Sweet. That's going to be great. Because, you know, with, well, and I've already got like two or, I've already got two gas fireplaces outside anyway for the winter time um, because you really uh-huh. need that in Phoenix. It you gets, do, it, yeah. It gets down to a chilly 63 at night. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we call sweater <laughs> weather in Phoenix. Absolutely. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. So the other thing I've got to ask you 
And yes, you did say two questions. Okay, so, and I know, I don't want to bring up hardship, but I know you used to have a little kitty named Miyagi, and the reason I bring it up is because there's a show now on Netflix. I think it was on YouTube for a minute, but it's called Cobra Kai. Have you seen this? Oh yeah, I did see that. Okay, so I have been watching it like the last two nights. Like I just can't stop watching it. It's, is it good? It's awful. It is absolutely <laughs> awful. That is what I would have expected. Like Ralph Macchio is the worst actor that has ever acted in anything ever. It's like absolutely as, as Daniel LaRusso played by a, a 25 year old Ralph Macchio to be a 16 year old. He was great. Yes. But as adorable. A, so but, cute. As an 80-year-old Ralph Macchio, <laughs> 80. playing Daniel LaRusso, his acting, like, everyone's acting except for the guy that plays Johnny, and I don't know his name, but Johnny, Johnny actually does okay, and he looks awful. They all look awful. They look- So, wait a minute. I need to ask something really quick before you go on, because I didn't know what it was about, so oh. it's the... It's those guys, but older. Yes. <laughs> and so what are they? Are they oh. like instructors now? Oh, my God. So get this. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to ruin any. any. Uh, okay. I'm going to ruin some plot stuff. But Do here, it. No one cares. Who okay. cares? <laughs> because I'm only up to like, like season one, episode nine. Okay. So <laughs> and, uh, it's two okay. days I've been watching it. <laughs> and you hate it and you think it's terrible I, it's awful but <laughs> you this, can't look away dude the story has grabbed me in okay so <laughs> okay. If, you, if you remember the first karate kid daniel larusso okay yeah it was a great movie the second mm -hmm. one was okay the third mm -hmm. one terrible yeah terrible okay terrible. so, so they the the first one was great. I mean, I was a kid in the eighties. I loved it. And... Love it. Okay, so do you know that we just showed Addison that movie recently at a drive-in? It was awesome. And did she love it? She loved it. We fell asleep because it was so late. She stayed awake, just enthralled. Loved it. Was she practicing? The, was she practicing the crane kick? She wasn't, but she did really like it. Oh, that's every kid. Every like. <laughs> 10 year old boy was doing a crane kick like i mean maybe she wasn't i just haven't seen her maybe she's doing it in you know in private oh she is absolutely yeah and probably then everybody wanted to have mr miyagi as their friend like, absolutely like i want to cut some little tiny trees that sounds like a great time he's so huggable so obviously miyagi's not in this one because he's dead. sure he's okay. not yeah so let's go back to the first one the first one and i'm gonna make this quick because i know we gotta get to news but the, in the first one daniel was a poor kid living in reseda mm -hmm. single mama single mom johnny was a rich kid lived in encino hills for some reason they went to the same high school don't get it <laughs> sure whatever yeah so daniel <laughs> Daniel son, he steals Johnny's girlfriend, Al mm -hmm. Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> Johnny gets pissed, beats him up on the beach, and then 
Daniel becomes a real asshole and starts like pouring water when he's smoking a joint, when Johnny's trying to smoke a joint in the high school bathroom during the Halloween. <laughs> That's right. And then they fight it out of the all Valley tournament. So <laughs> this takes place. This takes place present day, present day. So now Daniel owns like a, a thousand car dealerships and he's incredibly wealthy what? he now lives in encino hills johnny okay. is a broke ass he's still driving the same camaro from 1985 <laughs> okay and he's living in Reseda, right of course i see what they did there so now he is opens up a new cobra kai dojo Mm. Okay, and he's like such a like an asshole to all these kids that start. Of course coming. he is, but the the kids are all freaking nerds and 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 dorks and getting picked on and beat up. So, so you feel like oh, Johnny's doing a good thing here in his own kind of simpleton type way. Sure, and Daniel is like an <laughs> asshole. So his daughter. Starts dating one of the Cobra Kai kids, unbeknownst to, to Daniel, and um, unbeknownst to Johnny, and then Johnny's son, who is estranged, starts befriending Daniel and starts learning Miyagi Do. Johnny, yeah, John, oh boy, oh, it's it's a freaking train wreck. Oh boy, I love it. Acting's You're awful. so that's so funny. You're so hilarious. <laughs> I, I have enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah. It's so bad. I mean, the acting ah. is awful. I it, am so glad you told me about it. I was curious. Uh, just just watch it. You'll absolutely hate it and love it. At I'm the not same going time. to. I'm not going to, but I love that you told me about it because I'm yeah. I saw it up there and was like, Voss is boss. <laughs> like so if we could actually get through this so i can get to episode nine i would really appreciate it that'd be great oh i totally understand yeah let's do it <laughs> that is so funny i love that so much i get it i get it when you're binging on something and you're jonesing for it yeah. are you starting to have cobra kai dreams not yet uh yeah it's coming maybe johnny still wears the same black headband and you find oh, out, get out. And you find out that Allie gave it to him on Valentine's Day in 1982. And it means, oh, he's so oh, lame. He is, he's still pining over Allie. That is so lame. It, Jen, it's awful. It's awful. It's wonderful. I love it. I just I can't I, I can't wait to watch it again. I want to know whose brainchild this was. Ralph Macho's. I was thinking that yeah. might be the case. I'm going to smack him. I think he's the executive producer on it. You know what I love him in so much is My Cousin Vinny. I love that movie. He was good in that. He was so good in that. That's such a good movie. How could I? Yeah. I shot the anyway. cop. I shot the no. cop. I shot, I shot the, the clerk. Oh, I shot the clerk. <laughs> I shot the clerk. Don't worry about it. We'll call my cousin Vinny. That was a great movie. Oh, it's a good movie. Pesci's yeah. uh, Joe Pesci. It's the Joe Pesci show. Okay, okay. We're starting to get really into the weeds. <laughs> it's easy I, for me to do with you. I know. And we got to get to news. And I'm so excited about our musician this week. I know. Okay, okay. Let's get to it. I had a, just 
couple quick comments and then I'm going to jump right in. Okay. One thing I wanted to say is when I was telling you my shark story about that pineapple, mm-hmm. I wanted to clarify that it was me. I was the dummy that bought the pineapple, not my boyfriend. Oh, he didn't eat. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of made it sound like that, but he didn't eat produce. He lived off of Mountain Dew and old gold cigarettes. So the I pineapple see. was all my decision. Gotcha. So I just wanted to clarify that. Um, Thank and I, God, because <laughs> I would have gone on thinking that son of a bitch. Well, I just wanted, I just wanted to clarify that. I just wanted to clarify that. So you um, bought a bad pineapple and then shit yourself. Got I it. was saying this dum-dum, me, I'm the dum-dum, me. I want to take all the dum-dum credit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have shitty squash. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, because the sewer, you know, the sewage, it wasn't, I didn't burst a pipe. Oh, the shitty good. squash. Yeah, I don't have sk- shitty squash. And if you ever poop your pants when you're wearing sweatpants, a tip from me to you is what you want to do is you want to clench your knees real tight if you have to walk somewhere and then just take little tiny baby steps. Also, clench your butthole. It already all came out, but I just feel like it helps a little bit. Don't you kind of feel like anyone wearing sweatpants really kind of deserves? To <laughs> I mean, they're definitely on the one of the top worst pants to be wearing if you're going to shit your pants aside from you know your dockers guy so i made made the mistake of wearing sweatpants one time in junior high and to school yeah Mm. i was out of jeans (laughs) i get you so i had done laundry so i'm wearing wearing a harley t-shirt some nike high tops and some skin tight freaking sweatpants. And as you know, skin tight. Yeah, they were skin. They were old. Like I was literally okay. like out of clothes. And okay, underwear you, on though, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Whew. I gotta that tell you cool. though, dude. I gotta tell you, <laughs> okay. something happens when you're s- sitting in history class and Mr. McIntosh's history class at Clay Junior High. No, did you get yeah, a boner? I got a boner. <gasps> and then I had to walk uh, around with uh, a boner in sweatpants. Yes, there was yeah, no. That's pretty obvious. Something happens when you're in like eighth grade. I don't know. It's like <laughs> you get boners for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it happens. You're it just does. Walking around, you're like, ah, I think I'll get a hard on now. Look at me. Have you have you seen Big Mouth on Netflix? No, huh? That's your next homework assignment. Okay. After you finish this show, go watch that one. I promise you, you will love it. Uh, Okay. I got a lot of Cobra Kai to get to. Okay. Strike first, strike hard. No mercy, sir. (laughs) Okay. Um, I also wanted to remind our lovely audience that to subscribe to our podcast so that you can get the newest episodes when they pop up. And then also you can leave us voicemails anywhere that you listen and reviews. So feel free to do that too. If you know, you feel so inclined. Anything else before I jump into news there, Chris? No, I can't wait to hear our news story this week. Oh, hopefully I don't let you down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm not going to tell you the headline. I'm just going to jump in. Okay. Okay. A suspected quote-unquote casket 
spotted floating in a Maryland river was fished out of the water by authorities <laughs> and revealed to be a floating dock. Ah. Yes. But somebody thought it was a casket. Somebody thought it was a casket. Who, who goes there? Uh, well, I'll tell you. Gonna... Oh, there's more to the story. <laughs> Well, I'm going to post the photo on our social media. We'll share all of that, both of us, because the photo, I have to say, I can see why they pop up. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll read the last little blurb. It's not a long one. And then we'll discuss a photo posted to Facebook by radio station WRNRFM showed an object that appeared to be shaped like a coffin floating in the South River, sparking an investigation by Maryland Natural Resources Police. The, the police elicited the help of the Maryland Department of Natural Resources Hydrographic Operations Team, and the object was fished out of the water. The department said the investigators determined the suspected burial vault was just part of a floating dock. <laughs> Is everyone stupid? Everyone is stupid. Is everyone uh, you know? just stupid? <laughs> that makes me angry. <laughs> that makes me like who the fuck goes? Excuse me. <laughs> like Sorry. where? Where is that? Like the first thing you go to? <laughs> There's a casket. It popped up right out of the ground and floating right there in the river. <laughs> Did you just censor you? I, I might, oh. but oh. so okay. So if, if someone's first thought was okay, there was foul play. Guess what, asshole? No one puts someone that you've killed in a casket and then throws them in the river. <laughs> well, hold on though. Could you picture? Is it possible that there could be a scenario where someone was transporting a cat, a, a casket, and I almost said cactus. And <laughs> they were driving past a body of water and they were like, screw this casket. And they pushed it into the water. No. Could there be a happen. scenario? There, okay. No, Why? Look, Maybe number, they, one, number one, you said scenario. Is it scenario or is it scenario? <laughs> Are we going to go do this again? I, I don't like, I, like all I heard was scenario. And now it just keeps popping in my Scenario. 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 I don't even scenario. know why I said it like that. I don't even know how I say it. How do I say it? Hold on. Scenario. Scenario. Okay. I say well, scenario. I don't know why I said it like that. I'm an ass clown. <laughs> like I felt like an old like reverted Shirley. Scenario. Scenario. Hassan Fluffler and Chlorflorated. Exactly. I was uh, <laughs> incorporated. <laughs> exactly oh my goodness oh my goodness that's so stupid it's so stupid but like i said hey, wait, can i just tell sure yeah go ahead mm -hmm. no i'm gonna post that picture because it really does look like a casket all right all right so but where I, was this at where was this it at? was maryland okay they're stupid did i say it... where uh maryland Okay. I didn't know. So here, here's the thing <laughs> that I know. I, I know no one 
And Marilyn listens to us. So they're all stupid. I mean, I mean, you don't know that. Well, I do know we well, have. Probably not, we have like five listeners. So. <laughs> no, we're up to seven now. <laughs> I do know we have a listenership in D.C. So it's possible that someone works in D.C., lives in Maryland. That happens all the time. It's true. But yeah. I also think I might know who that person is that's in D.C. Oh, that's a friend of our sh- a friend of our show. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Samma. Very good. That's right, mm-hmm. Sam. That's Sam, a shout Sama. out, buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, I, or not. I mean, he probably hasn't listened. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. No one cares. No one cares. It's Actually, not true. that's not, not true. true. Everybody cares because do you know why? I have an awesome musician for this week. I know who it is. You want to say? Yeah, I do. Go for it. Okay, it is when we were doing the old No Label, these guys were one of the first bands that that came on board and were very supportive of us. It's Mills End, and I love their stuff. They're a great rock group. Can't wait to hear their stuff today. It's a, it's brand new, right? It's like one of the it brand is. new. Yeah. It is. And I, I, I'm excited about them too, for everything that you said and their bio is great. The song is great. Yeah. I'm going to jump into it. The last thing I want to say real fast before I jump into it is that if you forget and you want to check out who has been on the show or links for their music, we have featured music on our website. So just pop on there and check that out. You can click on their links and then if you want any of your music possibly played on an episode, then feel free to send us an email with the subject music. All right, let's get into Mill's End. And you send that to unfilteredcircus at gmail.com. That's right. Before we get to music, there's only one thing I want to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. You and I have done that so many times. I love it. I Go ahead. But no, this, this is, I don't mean to, to make you cry. But oh. What? You you are one of the best friends that anybody has ever had. You are completely kind and compassionate. Um, me? Are you talking yeah, to me right now? I'm talking to you. Oh, I, I know you. I listen. Um, people don't understand because they don't know us very well. We we talk mm-hmm. an awful lot. We text a lot. Mm-hmm. And I come off like a real asshole. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but behind you, the scenes. <laughs> you are an amazing person. You're an amazing human being. Oh. You're a wonderful friend. And so many of us are so lucky to have you in our life. Oh, thanks, friend. Are you dying? Shh. I'm just kidding. That was really <laughs> sweet. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was very sweet of you. All right. Let's get to Mills in. Let's hear their bio. <laughs> Real funny. Just my husband just got home, you know, and I'm in my closet recording. Right. T- talking to another man. And he has mentioned that he's like, you know, not, not every guy would be cool with their wife hiding in the closet, talking to another man on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Connor. I'm not that good of a man. all right mills end how does a band survive and thrive over 10 years the guys in the guys in mills end may not give you a set formula but they do know a big part of it is by creating the type of music you are passionate about no matter what the current trend is mills end is a quote-unquote rock and roll band their songs cover many of their influences 
the intensity of Pearl Jam, the groove of the Black Crows, and the intimate song style of Elliott Smith. These are just a few of the sources they draw from. Their intent is to make music that they believe in and deliver it to people with a dynamic, emotional live show. This stick-to-your-guns attitude has created a lot of success in the Phoenix scene. Their music has been featured in television, album compilations, and radio from Arizona all the way to Europe. They have had the great privilege of opening for national artists like Phil Lesh of The Grateful Dead, Cowboy Mouth, and former guitar KISS guitarist Ace Freely. Mills End has also played events such as Arizona Coyotes Playoff Games, the Pot of Gold Festival, and the Side Pony Music Fest. Mills End are just a bunch of regular working class guys who enjoy making music. There is honesty and sincerity in everything they do from performing to recording. This band has been doing this since 2008 and show no signs of slowing down. Now about the song that we're going to hear today, their new song that you were talking about, this is called the big crash. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, as I said before, put a link to their music on our website, but you can also find that uh, more information at millsendband.com or they're also on SoundCloud, uh, millsend backslash the big crash. So millsend released their latest single, The Big Crash, an intense rocker that describes the difficulty of living with depression and anxiety. A cause the band believes needs more attention, especially in this time of quarantine and social isolation. The song's style reflects many of the band's influences like the Smashing Pumpkins and Pearl Jam and features a Southern rock-styled instrumental section in the middle. Recorded at Cube Studios in Mesa, Arizona, the song features huge 90s-era-styled guitar by Alan Clark and an emotional vocal performance by lead singer Jeff Bump. The Mills End rhythm section of bassist Jeff Geoff Butzine. Oh man, Joe, I so am butchering your name. Geoff or Jeff Butzine Bootsine. And now the band, oh, nope, and drummer Mike Eckhart ramp up the song's intensity. The Big Crash has been a huge fan favorite live, and now the band is eager to share it with listeners. Even though they are not performing at local venues right now, be sure to look for shows online through their social media channels. We know this is very rare for a lot of people. Oh, excuse me. We know this is very real for a lot of people, says lead singer, guitarist Jeff Bump. It's important that we highlight these types of issues, and we felt that this style of music would help in getting a reaction. There shouldn't be any shame in admitting you have depression or anxiety. Amen, brother. Amen to that. So, we will listen to their new song, The Big Crash, by Mills End. See you next time.